All right, so this is uh, we're gonna watch along and watch some Scott Pilgrim versus the World. Uh, people at home wanna do this with us. We are starting the movie roughly one second after the Universal logo. I think is Universal. Sure, one second yeah, right after, after the logo. right after you hear the drum beat at the end of the Universal logo song. All right, so that's kind of where we're gonna start, and we're just gonna watch this movie and talk about it because I've never seen about it. And that's going to be about it. Okay. And here we go. Playing in three, two, one, go. Okay, I'm already a fan that they played the Zelda music. Mm-hmm. Look at how long, young Allison Pill looks. This must have been one of her first things. I think it was a first for a lot of different people. Yeah. She looks super young. Oh, yeah, just wait till you see um, little Culkin, Kieran, Kieran McCulkin. Oh, shit. Kieran Culkin. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Sarah still doesn't do anything for me. Not no, hold. I find him hit and miss in a lot of his roles. To be completely honest, I only really like him in Molly's game. He's just—he's very typecast. Yeah. I'm totally down for this intro. It's good. And the interesting thing is, like like I said, a lot of it was written by Beck. That's why it's super catchy. But they also, like, all of the like main characters in the show actually had to take the time and go learn how to actually play these instruments. Okay, yeah. Brandon Routh? Get the fuck out. Yeah, man, it's like an all-star fucking lineup in this sh in this show. 
Like people that you're like, what? I had no idea they were in this. This is Edgar Wright, right? Yeah. And don't quote me on it, but if I recall correctly, it was filmed in Toronto. That sounds right. Isn't that what they said right at the beginning? Oh, I think they base it in Toronto, but I don't know if it's actually like I think it was filmed in Toronto as well as being based in Toronto. That makes sense. We give some pretty good tax breaks in Canada for filming, so. Mm-hmm. Shit, he is young. Yeah. He's great in succession. I thought he was great in Waco. Yeah, he was really good in Waco, too. Oh, I love her. Yeah. Did you ever listen to her audiobook? Uh yeah. I even own a hard copy. That's amazing. One of the few audiobooks I went out of my way as soon as it was released to get it and listen to it the day I got it. Yeah. It was Brie Larson, wasn't it? Yep. All-Stars, man. Like, so (laughs) many big names in this movie. No shit. <laughs> I did know that. I did not. 
I only knew that because I've seen this movie several times. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. She looks familiar for some reason. I don't know if I've seen her in something. Yeah, she's been in a couple things, but I can't, like, off the top of my head pick it out. I'd have to bring up the IMDb. There's my other favorite, A. Oh, yes. <laughs> awkward and cringy yeah Does have a very Edgar Wright feel. So I love this very comic booky feel. Yeah. I'm down for that. It does a handful of stuff like that, doesn't it, right? Where it kind of Oh yeah, just around. wait till it starts getting into like the battle of the bands and he starts going after her ex-boyfriends. It's very comic-y. Yeah. Based on the rad 8-bit Universal logo, I'm going to yeah. say that it does some 8-bit stuff as well, which is super cool. I love her too, and for some reason I always forget her name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can't say that anymore. No. 
They're going to cancel this movie. Yeah. Right after the script read. <laughs> Do you think during the script read that they actually omit that part? I don't know. I'm going to say being that it's Edgar Wright, probably not. <laughs> Where's that guy from? Uh, he was in New Girl. Okay. He dated Cece for a while. Yeah. He's been in a lot. I think of Portlandia was the other one. That's where I'm thinking of him, his new girl, because I've, I've been watching New Girl. Watching that. Yeah, I figured that's where you would have spotted him from. Yeah. He does a lot of, like, side characters in a lot of shows. Yeah. Okay, what's her name again? I can't remember. I have no idea. She's famous. She was the main character in the 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah, that's it. She was in the Birds of Prey. Was she? Yep. I still haven't watched it yet. You should. I know. It's it's at the top of my queue now when I go to sit down and watch my next movie. <laughs> Hard to imagine, like they said that she works at Amazon. This movie's 10 years old. Like, I don't remember Amazon Prime deliveries a decade ago, but obviously that was a thing. No, especially in Toronto.
That dude should be in more. He's good. Yeah, I really like him. I wonder if he's just very selective about his roles, kind of like his, kind of like Macaulay is at this point, or Could just be. hasn't really had a breaking in moment. Could be. <laughs> oh fuck. A duel to the death. Did he do it? Probably. Uh, yeah, let's say he did. Never mind. You were you were saying? Never mind. <laughs> I recant my statement. <laughs> What's Michael Sarah done lately? I feel like I haven't seen him. Around I don't know. Lately. I haven't really seen him since uh, Molly's game. Yeah, and I only liked him in Molly's game because he was a prick. That's that's the only reason I liked him in that is because he played that part really good. And if I recall correctly, him playing that role of a prick was him actually. Being Toby Maguire, yes, because I've heard he's a fucking colossal piece of shit. Yeah, 
Because that's who it was based off of. Yeah. Or the, at least the rumors are. Like, she never names him in the book. But There's enough people knows. that have come forth and been like, yeah, no, that's totally Tobey Maguire. Yeah, and he's, he's a that total, douchebag. He's a total asshole. But, I mean, what has Tobey Maguire done recently? Probably still playing poker. <laughs> 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 cringy yeah real cringy but it totally suits michael Sarah. i find it so bizarre that she's in toronto in the winter but using rollerblades yes that seems like it would not go over well yeah i don't quite get that but mind you i've seen enough people in alberta in the dead of winter biking that I also wouldn't put it past people. Mm, that's fair. Have they announced when they're doing the script read? No, I think they've already done it. They're just trying to peg down a time to actually air it. Oh. I don't think it's live like Community did with theirs. Oh. But I don't know that definitively. But last time I checked is that they did get everyone together for the script read, and it was just a matter of when they were going to put the video out. Yeah. I'm just, I'm a big fan of like the way this like transitions and like, yeah, it's super cool. Mm-hmm. Like, it just kind of throws a bunch of standard like shit out the window and just does its own thing. I feel like the way they they've done the transitions, like it works so well because they just committed to it right off the bat. Yeah. Or they're just like, this is how we're doing this movie through and through. Which is kind of fucking rad that they just committed to it. Well, it's just it's a unique way to go to transition from one scene to another where you don't really feel like you're transitioning. Yeah. 
Yeah, like that right there, where he just like puts his hands over his eyes and it just fades to black. It's got some kind of smart ways of doing it. the tea. So awkward. Yeah. I wonder if that's how he wrote it or if that's how Michael Sears playing it. Yeah, I don't know. I never really read the comic that it was based off of, so I'm not too sure. Oh, it was based on an actual comic? Yeah, a comic or a graphic novel or something to that effect. Oh. Oh, that answers the roller skate question. They just melt everything. Based on the graphic novel series Scott Pilgrim by Brian Leo Malley. He's going to turn him gay. Yeah, totally. <laughs> that guy looks really familiar, too.
Yeah, I'm really digging the effect. Mm-hmm. It's just incredibly well shot and pieced yeah. together. Like the editing yeah. is just phenomenal. Yeah, whoever edited this did a really good job. <laughs> Garbage truck. <laughs> God, I can't get over how long she young she looked. Allison Pill? Yeah. Yeah, it's wild, eh? This that must have been one of the first things she did. It's probably because I finished devs last night. So it's yeah, still fresh in my mind. All right, I'm into this. Yeah, this is where it starts getting good. This is what I, this is kind of what I've been waiting for. Yeah, the editing for this is spectacular. Oh, it's so good. I, like, I can't believe you, you've not seen this yet.
I think it's pretty good fight choreography, too. Yes, it's not bad. Well, they speed it up, right? Well, yeah, but still. Yeah, but it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I'm into this too. Okay. What? <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre. <laughs> that like shocked look when anna kendrick was like what yeah i was watching an interview she did where she like breaks down her her previous roles okay, and she yeah. was like that reaction was genuine she's like I had no idea that there was going to be floating, dancing, fucking hipster demons and shit. So she's like, when I was like, what? She's like, that was genuine shock because I had no idea what was going on. Yeah. I like when they do improv like that to get natural reactions. Ha, 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 ha. 
now they're playing on time field. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. Yep. Captain America. Shit. This would have been right around his Fantastic Four days. Yeah, it would have been. Back when Spike TV was still a thing. Yeah. And now what is it? Paramount Network or whatever the fuck it is? Fuck yeah. If that's all he's in the movie for, I'm totally alright with that. Unfortunately, that is not the case. Okay, I'm totally fine with that too. (laughs) This song, this is a metric song, Black Sheep. Racist. or whatever That poor girl. She's kind of a sweetheart. (laughs) Yeah, Michael Sarah is just a cringy douche. Yeah. I feel like that's every character he plays, though. Yeah, like, at least, like, I, I liken him and his looks and stuff to Jesse Eisenberg, but, like... yeah. Jesse Eisenberg still does some good shit. Yeah, yeah.
The retro video game references are amazing. I know. It was a big catch for me. As someone who, like, really loves retro games, I'm a big fan of it. It just hit it on a lot of fronts for me because I like the video game references. I'm yeah. a big fan of like the alt rock genre. So like yeah. the music I love, like this, I have the whole soundtrack on my phone and I still periodically listen to like songs off of it. Yeah, I'll probably add it to my Spotify. This is pretty good so far. Cringe. Yeah. Fifteen minutes later. <laughs> so could I. That is true. He's a true artist, that one. Yes, he's even got the acoustic depressing stuff down.
That's amazing. <laughs> I'm really digging these effects. Right? Yeah. Oh, snap.
<laughs> this part suits Chris Evans. Man, it's crazy to think about like where Chris Evans' career was around this time versus now. Yeah, small role in this, not yeah. so hot role in Fantastic Four, and now he's uh, like a Marvel legend. Yeah, and very much playing the same type of roles like around this time. <clears throat> I wonder if anyone's called that number. Was it a five 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 number? Nope. Oh no, it's not. So it might be real. Two one two six six four. It wouldn't surprise me if it's somewhat real. I like that when movies put a phone number in like the movie that's not a 555 and when you call it you actually get like a cool answering machine or something. Yeah. Breaking Bad did that for one of their numbers. Did they? Yeah. I'm guessing this is the Brie Larson character. Yeah. I believe so.
That's ridiculous. I kind of like when, like, a movie of this tone just kind of does ridiculous shit like that. Mm hmm. I definitely see why this movie has gotten, like, the cult status. Oh, man, it's a classic. Yeah. And I could see why this didn't probably do all that well when it first came out. God, I love Audrey Plaza. She's great. Oh, me too. She looks so different. Yeah. Like really different. Like, it wasn't too long from this before she, like, had her stint on Community, but just night yeah. and day difference. Yeah, like, she looks, like, really young in Community, but not so much young in this. Yeah.
Yeah, I'm really digging these video game fucking references. Oh, shit. This is a metric song, by the way. It's one of my favorite metric songs. I'm really digging this song. The other like live band songs that they've done, I've been like, eh, but this one I'm I'm really digging. Yeah, it's catchy. It's really catchy. It was furiating because when this movie came out and I heard it, they didn't have a public release of that song yet, so it was like a couple years before I could actually get a copy of it. Oh, yes. Not like it is now, where you can just hop onto Spotify and get it. Yeah. Back when we had to go get CDs. Yeah. I actually saw Metric like two years ago, I think was the last time I saw them. Oh, shit. Kicked ass, kicked ass live. Yeah, I, I would think so. Ha, ha, ha. 
She's amazing. She really, really is. <laughs> to think that dude played Superman like a few years after this. Did he? Yeah. It would have been shortly after this. Who is that? Um. Oh, fuck. Why can't I think of his name? Um. Brendan something, I think. In like a Superman movie? Like, I don't recall that. Yeah. Um. Brendan Routh. And he, uh, it was a really bad Superman movie. Superman Returns. Hmm. Yeah. It was basically a Superman movie where Superman just lifted heavy things. Oh. Well then. Oh, he did it before this movie. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. And now he uh, he's in one of those D- DC TV shows. Hmm. I love that they had the foresight to shit on vegan like 10 years ago. Yeah. I love that they kind of break, like, skirt breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Like, without doing it, like, they're really skirting that line of, like, talking to the audience.
I kind of love all these really terrible, awesome one-liners that just make no fucking sense. <laughs> so far this guy's my favorite act funky indeed yeah Okay, this is this is red. <laughs> oh fuck yeah yeah Thomas Jane and the guy beside him I can't think of his name either but he's been in a lot oh yeah <laughs> the cameos are spectacular in this movie. Yeah. I actually watched the Punisher movie that he was in not too long ago. I forgot I that the did movie. Good as a, I thought he did good as Punisher, personally. Yeah, I really like that movie. I haven't really seen Thomas Jane in like anything lately. <laughs> 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 
Hung was pretty good. That's right. Yeah, he was in that. I think he's in um, that expanse show on Amazon Prime. I haven't. I haven't gone down that hole yet. No, me neither. <laughs> for their like small roles that pop in every once in a while they're amazing yeah like that is why this is such a cult classic like there's just so many names and recognizable faces that you never would think would be in here yeah Do you think that four was a shout out to Fantastic Four? It could have been. It wouldn't surprise me with the amount that they've fucking like the amount of shit they've referenced. She's great in this movie. Yeah, really killing it. They had a phase. Yeah.
I love that they got an infinite bag. <laughs> this movie is totally playing to my like nerd retro side. I told you you'd like it. Like it's still yeah. I just can't believe it took you so long. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, the choreography is really good in this for the fighting. Orgasm to death. Hey, I mean, that's <laughs> probably works, a preferred. Yeah. So that's what five X's down. Or What's that? That's four X's down or five. That's four. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Scotty. Not good. No.
I love that dumbass friend. He's amazing. Yeah. So simple, but such gold comedic relief. Yeah. <laughs> mm, good thing they circled that. I wouldn't have guessed that was her. Yeah, the green hair wouldn't have given it gave it away. There's Gideon. Oh, shit. Yeah. I fucking love Jason Schwartzman. I haven't seen him in a lot of stuff. He's a, he's a phenomenal musician, too. I don't know if you've heard his band, Coconut Records. He's I really think I've good. heard that, yeah. The VFX for, like, a 10-year-old movie have actually kind of aged, like, not bad. No, and they're still leaps and bounds better than the effects in DC Titans. Everything is. <laughs> Everything is. And I just love the soundtrack. Like, the songs are all so fucking catchy. Yeah, they're good.
Edgar Wright's always been big on music, though. Yeah. Edgar Wright was the one behind Baby Driver, right? Uh, Yeah. I never watched Baby Driver, though. The movie wasn't bad, but for someone who's always very focused on the music, I didn't care for the soundtrack to that, that movie. Oh, yeah. And when I watched interviews and stuff like that, he actually said that he had the soundtrack picked out ahead of time and kind of made the movie around the music that he had picked. Oh, okay. But to me, it just didn't feel like it fit. Oh, yeah. I'm going back with Gideon. Yeah. Oh, good time. And that's the end of the movie. I would not be all right with that. (laughs) But I would also respect them having the balls to do it, too. That would be a ballsy move. (laughs) I don't think it would be a cult classic if that's (laughs) just how... And scene. If that's how it ended, yeah, I don't think it would be as revered as it is.
Nope, you are, Anna. He's amazing in this. I think he might be my favorite character in the movie so far. He's pretty good. Uh, so random yeah i feel like that's that's like egg right style though yeah
<laughs> that was red. <laughs> All right, going doing a little like Jeffrey Samurai thing here. God, those little like video game sounds are amazing. Yeah, they like, every part of this. The licensing budget must have been fairly high for this. I wonder if that would fall under like fair use, though. I don't think so. Because you're making a poor profit, right? Yeah, I suppose so. Wouldn't be the same without them. No. What? Yeah, maybe. (laughs) 
He's got that one up, though. Yeah, wait for it. Spoiler alert, man. Come on. I really hope him calling him the G-Man is a Half-Life reference. You know, I never even thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that? Yeah. That's amazing. that's pretty good
Yeah, we're totally good. You bet. Yeah, totally. Yeah. I love that they had cockiness as a skill factor. I wonder if that's true. Do you think gum stays in your digestive tract for seven years? It does not. Oh. It digests like normal. Good to know. <laughs> as soon as I found that out, I was like, I'm just going to swallow my gum. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> It's the Dance Dance Showdown. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely foreshadowed that. I didn't even pick up on that until this rewatch right now. Yeah, where the guy you can't beat is is a dude in a white costume yep. or whatever. Yep.
even have Canadian coins. <laughs> okay, I'm into this. Start a Hutterate family. Live all together. Mm-hmm. Make a real happy ending. Have many wives. Yeah, sister wives. Good choice of music for this. He knows his music. Mm-hmm. That he does. The choice of music uh, reminds me of like the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, where it's like really, really good fit. Yeah. Almost critical to the to the actual movie itself. Yep. That was good. 
And that was Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Yeah, that was good. <clears throat> I dig that. I uh, see why that's a cult classic. Yeah, right? Like I, Again, I can't believe it took you so long to see that movie, given yeah. its cult classic status. I think it's probably because it, Michael Cera was the lead in it. Like, I still don't like him. Um, but that's not the part I liked about that movie. <laughs> I liked everything else. Um, but yeah, that was that was rad. That was really cool. Yeah. So, like, closing thoughts here. Like, I mean, the re- well, I was drawn to it initially just because the music choices were absolutely excellent. I love the alt rock. Yeah. And then just the the wild scene transitions and like how everything flows together and how it's all put together like it was just like masterful filmmaking in my opinion yeah i think that's that's what i really like about it is like the music and like all of the nerdy transitions and shit and like just the off the wall bad shit like we're gonna go full on board with this style like i think that's what i loved about it and all the fucking awesome ass cameos yeah, like just a laundry list of like the who's who of like the most of those people are pretty pretty big name A list celebrities at this point. Yeah, so it's it's always interesting going back because like when I first watched it, I mean that was really my I don't actually I don't know if that was my introduction to Anna Kendrick, but like a lot of people like I'd never really paid attention to Chris Hemsworth or Aubrey Plaza or Mary Elizabeth Winstead prior. Right, but now like going back and watching this movie now, it's like, fuck, like Anna Kendrick. I mean, she's Anna Kendrick, and Chris, yeah. Chris Evans, he's fucking Captain America. Brie Larson, she's fucking. Uh, now I forget her character in the DCU. Captain something, I think. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, I like that. Uh, Captain Marvel, that's it. That's yes. where I was drawn blank. Yeah, and Thomas but, Jane is the vegan police. Yeah, like these are. <laughs> Like right now, those are all like for the most part, most of them are like yeah. pretty big name actors now. So it's just it's always weird to go back in time and watch an older movie where you see all of these people before they were the who's who of celebrities, right? Yeah. Like I want to say Chris Evans was was making movies fairly consistently around that time. But they were all like he was very typecasted back then. And they were all like lower tier movies. Like, I don't think Chris Evans, and this is just my personal opinion, I don't think he got the big stardom until he started playing Captain America. Yeah. Not to say that he didn't like star in lots of movies or that he didn't do good in them, but I don't think he became like the A lister that he is now until he picked up that shield in the Marvel universe. No, I think you're right on that. And even like, I mean, Brie Larson was like, she won Oscars before she donned on the uh yeah Captain for Marvel uh, cape and stuff she room. won one for the room yeah so i mean like she was on the up and up but like it still blows me away when i see her in like this and when mm-hmm. i went back and rewatched some older community episodes to see her play abed's girlfriend it was just like holy yeah. crap yeah like that's young young little allison brie yep yeah i like that movie i see why that's that's a like a cult status like i, I get why a lot of people are really hot on that movie Oh, the, the disappointing part is like it. I don't think it did like super well box office wide, but obviously did. it's got a it's got a cult following. Yeah. But that was that movie was an adaptation of like the Scott Pilgrim like uh, graphic novel series. Right. And there was rumors that pending on the success of that movie, that maybe Scott Edgar was gonna yeah do another one. But obviously, everyone seems to care about box office and not after the fact because. 
I wouldn't be surprised if that movie was still making money. Like, I so, wonder if studios ever take that into account. Uh, I think so. Sometimes, but so it had a budget of sixty million, and its worldwide gross was forty-seven. So, <laughs> so what are the stats on it now, though? Like now that it's been out for a decade, like how much money? Like, do they is there trackers for that? I've uh, honestly never really seen one. Not on Box Office Mojo. I don't know if you would find that unless, like, the Wikipedia maybe has it. That'd be a hard thing to track, though. Uh, it would, but it wouldn't. I mean, obviously, like, the studios would be able to track that because they would know what their yeah. box office was, but then they would also have records of DVD sales. Okay. They'd have records of, like, video-on-demand rentals. They would have a record yeah. of how much Netflix or Crave or whoever paid to lease it to be on their platform for however length of time. Mm-hmm. They probably just don't release that. Yeah, it's probably just not widespread information. But I have to imagine, like... They didn't make their budget on their box office release, but I have to imagine they've doubled their budget since then just on streaming services and people purchasing the DVD or Blu-ray and mm-hmm. all the other stuff, right? Like, I have to imagine yeah. it's made a ton of money. Yeah. It's just unfortunate they don't like openly track all that stuff for the public, because that's what I'd be curious about. Yeah, I'd I know, be like, curious too. Once upon a time, like Kevin Smith was talking about how he made clerks for... $30,000 or whatever. Yeah. So obviously any fee like he made more than his budget when he like played it in theaters, but yeah. When I went and saw him live when he came to Edmonton to do his Jay and Silent Bob Get Old. Yeah. He was talking about how like he made his budget back when they like took it to theaters and and the distribution deal he got with Con Cans or Cons or Yeah. Not Can not the Cons Film Festival, sorry. He took it to the the one in Utah, the winter one. What's that oh, film festival? Um, Sundance. Yes. Yeah, that's where he got his distribution deal. But yeah. he was saying that the most money he ever made on Clerks at that time when he was talking was in the last 10 years from people buying like the 10th yeah. anniversary DVD sale and people renting it on streaming services and stuff like that. And he said in the last 10 years, he made more money off of its cult cult following than he ever made in the first 10 years when he was like wide releasing it and putting it in theaters and all that other stuff yeah so i wonder like if studios like if something starts regaining traction or something like that if they if they look at some of those numbers and go okay we can maybe maybe do some more with this you know if we give them a relatively small budget or something yeah well it's unfortunate because there's so many great television shows and movies that for lack of a better term, are considered ahead of their time, right? Yeah. Like, at the time frame, the masses are really into a certain trend or a certain type of movie, and those ones do well, and then these, like, edgy ones that kind of go outside the box tend to not do as well mm-hmm. because people just aren't in that global mindset, and then, yeah, you know, a couple years down the road, people are like, how, what, how did I not know about this? This is amazing. This is a phenomenal movie. Yeah, and then it it gets even weirder with like something like Scott Pilgrim, for example, like because I I bet the studio doesn't have the the movie rights to it anymore. You don't think so? It might not be because some like sometimes it might just like it might be the production company that has the rights Mm. too. So I don't even I don't like I don't know if they would still have the movie rights for it 
because I like I a lot of those like they'll expire if you don't do anything with it. Like whenever the initial like contract for the rights of like making this into a TV or movie or something like that, um, like they'll be like, yeah, it, it those rights expire if you don't do anything with it. That's why Sony makes so many. That's why they made so many Spider-Man movies. Like their rights expire if they don't do anything with Spider-Man. Interesting. Yeah, so that's why, like, every once in a while, if they haven't made a Spider-Man movie for a long time, they, they, they'll inevitably make a Spider-Man movie because, like, for the long... That's... And I don't know how if that still is, but I know for the longest time it was... If they didn't make something with it, then they would lose the rights. It'd be nice if they would just... I mean, I obviously they won't because it's a money-making machine, but fuck, I'd love to see them just strike a better deal with Disney. Yeah. So that, so that Spider-Man could go back to the Marvel Universe. And that was one of the like few things I was actually happy about when I heard that Disney was purchasing the majority of 20th Century Fox was like all those characters can finally go back to like the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Like you can finally have, you know, Captain America, Iron Man, Black Widow and the X-Men in the same yeah. fucking movie. Yeah, cuz there's a lot of comic storylines where like they come together a lot. Mhm. But it's like but it's also like those Marvel rates are so fucking weird because back in the day when Marvel was going bankrupt, they sold them all to like they piecemealed them out to a bunch of studios. Yeah, because they they were literally going bankrupt. So they're like, we've, we've got to sell the rights to all these. Um, And then like the Hulk is like in a weird thing where it's uh, like Disney still doesn't have the full rights for Hulk. Like they can't really like they can't make a standalone Hulk movie. Why? Who owns the rights to Hulk? Uh. I because like I know um, I know Spider Man is owned by Sony and for a while X Men was owned by um, Fox, but I didn't yeah. think any other any other people out there had other uh, rights to it. Um, yeah, because like who made like, the last uh, couple Hulk movies? Universal you, Pictures. Yeah. And the hmm. rates are like super weird so that like they can't um Marvel's allowed to use them in like team-ups, but that's it. And that's why you saw like the Hulk and Thor Ragnarok have like a really prominent role is because that was like their version of like kind of making a Hulk movie almost. Hmm. That's interesting though because the last Hulk movie that was made was in 2008. Yeah. So that's 12 years ago. That's over a decade. So, like, I wonder what the terms are in that contract. If they haven't made a Hulk movie in 12 years, do they get the rights back? I don't know. There, there were rumors it. not too long ago that um, the rights were going to expire. And they were going to go back to Marvel, but I don't know. Because yeah, the Ed Edward Norton one was a universal one. It's unfortunate because I really like uh, Ruffalo as the Hulk. See, I actually really liked Edward Norton. I was kind of sad that he didn't continue on as it. Yeah, but that really was good. just Edward Norton didn't like that was being Edward in that Norton film. being yeah. Edward Norton. Yeah. <laughs> as much as I love Edward Norton. He seems like he's maybe a little bit difficult to work with. Yeah, I can see that. And I feel like he's one of those people who isn't like a big fan of like 
doing the same thing over and over again? No. Like you know how there's some actors who will who will like play a movie, but they're like, I won't, I don't do sequels. I'll do a one-off movie, but I'm not going to reprise the character. I only play a character once, kind of thing. Yeah, and if I if I remember rightly, I want to say like the big deal of him not um, continuing on with the Hulk thing is like something like he wanted um, like a bunch of creative control over the character, and they were like, no, that's not how it works. Uh, that's not how Marvel works. And he was like, well, I'm out then. Which is kind of, yeah, which is like, I guess that's an Edward Norton thing to do is be like, I want a bunch of like, I want a bunch of creative control over this character I'm playing, but. I wonder if they tried to get him to be in the Marvel universe before they reached out to Ruffalo. I think that was the case. And I think like he wanted to, I could be totally fucking ass out to lunch on that one though. Ruffalo was actually apparently the first choice oh, to play he? the Hulk in that movie before they cast Norton. Oh, and then maybe like a scheduling conflict or something? Yeah, it doesn't really say. In October 2014, Norton claimed he chose never to play Hulk again because he, quote, wanted more diversity, end quote, with his career and did not want to be associated with only one character. Oh. That seems like a very Edward Norton thing to do. Mm-hmm. Which is weird because, like, earlier in the article, when they talked about a sequel, Norton said, quote, The whole thing was envis- envisioned to be in multiple parts. We left a lot out on purpose. The Incredible yeah. Hulk was, de- was definitely intended as chapter one, end quote. Yeah. Actually, like, I quite enjoyed that, that uh, Hulk movie. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Right. Yeah, because like I like Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk, but I also um like like there were certain movies where I thought he was really bad. Um, like what was it? Um, the Avengers before Endgame. I thought he was awful in that. I don't in know. The first why. Avengers movie? No, or like the, the uh, like the first part of Endgame. Um, oh God, why can't I think of it? Yeah, I know which one you're talking about, but for some reason the title eludes me. Yeah, yeah. I, like I thought he like it was like I remember watching it and I was like, man, like I remember walking out going like, man, that's like the first time I've seen Mark Ruffalo just bad. Infinity War. Yes. Hmm. But Scott Pilgrim's cool. I'll say that. Yeah, I've there's you're actually there's quite a few people in my life who I've like made references to that movie before and they didn't get it and i've been like wait have you seen scott pilgrim yeah and they're like no i've never seen it so i'm like okay well fucking you have to watch it and they're like well it looks so a lot of pretty much everyone said the same thing that you did where they weren't a big fan of michael Sarah. they're like it just didn't look like it was for me every single person who i've made watch that movie has come back to me and been like you were right i actually really enjoyed it that was a solid movie yeah yeah like i i really enjoyed that like i i like i still don't like michael Sarah in it um but like everything around Michael Cera in that movie is great, so um, yeah. Like I almost don't consider that a Michael Cera movie. <laughs> well, it, but yeah, no. It says the, something where if you hate Michael Cera, but the movie's good enough that you can enjoy it without giving a hoot about Michael Cera. Yeah, yeah, that definitely says something about the movie. Where it's like Michael Cera plays the lead, and I'm like, I still don't like Michael Cera in that movie, but I really like that movie. 
Mm-hmm. That's fair. It makes me kind of want to try to watch Baby Driver, because I never watched it. And I really like uh, Lily James. Yeah, I really like Lily James as well. I loved her in Downton Abbey. So never watched that show. Never will. Oh my God. Not my cup of tea, but I do like her as an actress. I could I I could totally get why Downton Abbey isn't some people's cup of tea because it's it's basically a well written soap opera. Mm-hmm. Was she the one in who did that? Uh, was that also her in the Zac Efron serial killer movie? What was uh, that movie? Extremely I, wicked, shockingly mm-hmm. evil, and vile. It was about uh, Ted no. Bundy. No, I don't think so. Because that other act, Lily Collins. Yes. Yeah. And who are you talking about? I thought we were just talking about Lily Collins. No, Lily James. She played oh, Cinderella Lily in James. the live action. Um, Great. One. Yes. Well, I also am a big fan of Lily Collins. Yeah, I don't. I don't really. I'm trying to think of what I, what all I've seen in Lily Collins in. I don't remember seeing her in a whole lot. Uh, Blindside, Abduction. Uh, maybe that's where I saw her, the Blindside. Mirror, Mirror, she played Snow White. Oh, right, right. And then just like a bunch of other like not big time yeah. movies. Like she's in the Mortal Instruments series. I never watched that one. Last Tycoon, Rules Don't Apply. Hmm. Anyway, if you haven't seen that movie... With Zach Efron, he fucking nails that role too. I heard that. I actually think Zach Efron's gonna end up having a career very similar to Matthew McConaughey. You think so? Or most of his career is like kind of the shit that Zach Efron's been playing. And then like I bet it like within over the next few years, like all of a sudden Zach Efron's gonna do like a really serious role and everyone's gonna be like, shit, that guy can fucking act. I think he's a good actor. Like, I didn't care. Like, I never watched the high school musical bullshit. That was never... Because I don't like musicals at all. But, like, just in recent times when he did Neighbors 1 and 2. Yeah. um, That awkward moment he was really good in. Same with Dirty Grandpa. Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates was amazing. Yeah, I really like it. I even enjoyed the Baywatch reboot. I thought the Baywatch reboot was a shit ton of fun. Just because yeah. they knew what they needed to do, which was just make it fucking ridiculously dumb. Yeah, and like he was good in that. He was really good in the d- Disaster Artist, and, and was he was level. amazing as Ted Bundy. You yeah. didn't watch the Disaster Artist? No, I didn't. I heard it was really good. Did you ever watch the movie that it's based on? Oh, I've seen scenes and stuff. Yeah, well, I never watched the original either, but like I watched the Disaster Artist, and it's yeah. fucking. It's really good. Yeah. Like, it just, that that dude who made, what is it, the green room or whatever the fuck that, the room that it's based on, like, that guy's out of his mind. Yeah, it's crazy. I'm just looking at Zac Efron's IMDb page, and I forgot that he did that episode in Entourage, where he was just, like, a total asshole. (laughs) I totally forgot about that. Yeah, all right, well, that was was a good time. So yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah, I quite enjoyed that. So yeah, I don't. And that's know. probably like the the tenth time I've probably seen that movie. Oh really? Still good. Still good. Still enjoy it. Yeah, I'd be like, I'm definitely like, I don't know if I'm like 
so hot on it that I'll that I'll watch a script read for two hours. Um, but I still I, I still really enjoyed that movie. Like that was really good. Oh, I'm definitely gonna watch the script read because I can't wait to see like Anna Kendrick and Aubrey Plaza and fucking Brie Larson and all those people sitting next oh, to yeah. each other. Actually, now that you're saying that, maybe maybe I'll check out some of it. I can't guarantee I'll watch the whole thing, but well, you do, you man. Yeah, but that was that was us watching Scott Pilgrim. I have no idea if we'll do another one of these or not. But yeah, definitely a trial run. So we'll see how it goes over. But I mean, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it was a decent decent little thing. So we'll see if it yeah. works. If we do it again, maybe there's another movie that we go. Hey, let's do that. Yeah. All right. Sounds good. But that was that. And that's where we will end it. Beautiful. <laughs>